Welcome back. This is Beyond the Spectrum with Dream. Uh, and this is our sixth episode, and it's the journey of our family. Today we are going to be talking about emotions. But before I get into that, I'm not sure. I'm, you know, an amateur when it comes to these podcasts. And this is the first rain that we have had in ages in California. And of course, it's the day when I have to do two podcasts in one day. And I'm not sure if you can hear the rain around me, but if if you do, <laughs> just realize we're not professionals here. We're just heart to heart sharing my journey with you and enjoy the sounds of the rain regardless and be thankful that California is getting some much needed water. Okay, now today we're going to be talking about Mikey's emotions or lack thereof. When he was younger, before the therapies, before we had some training, all of that stuff, I had mentioned before that he was really pulled deep inside of his mind and just expressionless, very beautiful, almost like a doll. I think because, you know, when we think about our expressions, the smiles, the scowls, the sad face, all of that, it pulls on our face and it kind of works our face a little bit. It makes us at home in our face. We get the wrinkles, we get the lines, all of that. But when your face is very serene and there's no emotion to pull your face in one direction or the other, you can imagine. Babies' faces are already angelic and porcelain-like, right? But if you can imagine a baby with even more porcelain-like skin, that would be Micah because he just really didn't do a whole lot with his face. And I believe that was tied to his emotions. We needed to actually teach him emotions. I remember uh, when he was really, when something exciting would happen, I would lift my arms up in kind of like a touchdown stance, and I'd say, I'm happy. This is happy. Put your hands up. Say, I'm happy with me. And he would mimic me. He was an incredible mimic. Um, if something happened that was sad, we would, you know, oh, I'm sad. This was, I remember a lot of the training that happened with um, Hope. They would look at faces on pages and, and identify what was happy, what was sad. Um, and so we were always kind of working in tandem with that and taking what, you know, they would give us an hour or two on Monday, an hour or two on, you know, Wednesday um, or Tuesday, Thursday, whenever it fell. And then we would expand on that for the rest of the week. And so, you know, we would run with these things. And I remember him, we had this really adorable video of him looking at a sad face going, oh, he's sad. <laughs> and then he looked at the happy face and he had a little lisp and he would say, happy faith. And that, to this day, we still say happy faith <laughs> when we're looking at each other or something good happens. Oh, I have a happy faith. Um, and so it was really interesting though, because as we taught these things to him, it kind of unlocked this world of emotions that was caged up inside of him and now it was just this explosion. It was almost like we were witnessing the brain rewiring. And now 
if you've seen those videos of people who have the cochlear implants um, and all of a sudden they can hear their loved ones for the first time or uh, colorblind people that get those glasses and, and all of a sudden the world explodes, that's what we were seeing. We were seeing this little boy all of a sudden come into emotion, life, feeling, passion, and it terrified him. He went from experiencing nothing to experiencing way too much all at once. And actually, I have heard of people who've had the cochlear implants and it is so intense for them that they actually eventually have them removed because it's too much. They rather live in the silence. And it was almost like that with Micah because every emotion, if you think about it, think about when you have something exciting, when you see that cute boy or that cute girl for the first time and you get those butterflies in your stomach. Think about when you're on stage for the first time performing and you get that drop. Think about when you are raging and you are so angry and you have that like violent kind of activity churning up inside of your gut. All of our emotion is kind of tied right there. We know because of the context of the situation what each emotion has been tied to since birth. We're watching, we're observing, we're feeling, we're noticing. But imagine if you were a child that wasn't actually learning emotion until much later. And then all of a sudden, you have this activity in your gut and it's churning all the time. And you don't know if you should feel happy or sad or scared or angry. And it's just so confusing. And so, yeah, there were those days where it was, put your hands up. I'm happy. Put your face down. We're sad. Oh my goodness. This is scary. I'm feeling scared. I'm scared. And it's funny because as he learned, because he was a mimic, he would often repeat those things for months. That was his, that the same way that he was learning yesterday. I didn't mention this in the actual episode. I put it in the episode notes. Um, so if you read it there, in the same way that he was learning certain call and repeat patterns to say, good morning, good morning, how did you sleep? Okay, what would you like to eat? Cereal, you know, all, he had all of these kind of question and answer responses that were memorized. He did the same thing with his emotions. You know, so he would do those same, I'm happy, I'm scared, you know, all of those things. And it was really, it was exciting and it was fun. It was a joy to watch. It didn't matter that he had memorized these things. He was applying them correctly and he was growing and the brain would continue to rewire. Um, and it was just, it was really magical um, because over time it started to become innate in him. It wasn't just the memorized, you know, this is what I'm supposed to say. It took time, but when it became his own emotion, it was victory, victory. Um, I have more that I want to share about this, but it's really tied to a specific memory, and that's going to be a podcast in and of itself. So I will wait for that. And um, I hope you're sensing that there's already a good ending to this story. Um, I hope you're feeling the victory. I hope you're sensing the struggle, but also that as we wage this battle, we won. 
um, and just the things that we were seeing with Micah that were emerging from him were so incredible, such gifts. And I think sometimes it's hard to see the forest through the trees. We have all of these gnarly looking trees in front of us and we just see the mess and the roots and everything blocking our vision. But if we step back, we see this beautiful enchanted forest and you realize you need that kind of gnarly look and the roots out of place here because that's what gives it the beauty. And um, I'm sure that I'll bring this up later, but um, his his mimicry, his his incredible memory, his the way that he could um, adapt so well, the way that he became a sponge, um, just remarkable, remarkable. I'm so glad that I got to be a part of his journey. So that's all for today. I will see you tomorrow.